Hello, fellow lovers of all things green. I'm Mary Stone, and welcome to Garden Dilemmas, Delights, and Discoveries. It's not only about gardens, it's about nature's inspirations, about grasping the glories of the world around us, gathering what we learn from Mother Nature, and carrying these lessons into our garden of life. So let's jump in in the spirit of learning from each other. We have lots to talk about. Hello there, it's Mary Stone, and thank you for joining me on a sunny screen porch. I camped out here last evening and woke to 45 degrees, but it is warming up quickly, and it's supposed to rise to 85 degrees today, which is hard to imagine. The swings of spring temperatures, always a joy, but summer is on the cusp, but not for a few weeks yet. It's odd to see the lawn so browned out. We have been incredibly dry, very unusual for spring which is interesting how weather rotates from year to year. The story we're going to share today talks about a different kind of season when it was very rainy. But don't worry, your lawn is not dead. It's just dormant, taking a nap. Anyway, thanks to those that reached back after last week's chat about flowers and meaning of Memorial Day. It lifts my heart to hear picnics didn't overshadow the significance of the day of gratitude for those that served. And I so appreciate the kind comebacks about my personal story and all of your support. It means so much. Indeed, it's essential to keep our minds and bodies healthy because the two are very much related. Thank goodness for the gift of nature and our gardens to help heal our souls and our hearts. Last evening, I heard a baby fawn crying for its mama. Folks think they are abandoned, which brings to mind a story written a handful of years ago that starts like this. Hello, fellow listeners and readers. At last, the internet and cell service are restored after a week without due to the Wizard of Oz storm, coupled with my computer fixer-upper, dear Kurt, away on business. There are benefits to being unplugged. It heightens the sounds in nature, the pleasure of feeling the earth in our hands and noticing the miracles around us, like marveling over making more plants by dividing them and sharing them with others. With the daily rains, plants and weeds have exploded as if to catch up on our delayed spring start. Amongst them is an enormous population of baby maples. Hundreds of saplings are in the yard, yet no mama maple is nearby. Maybe maples know they need to reproduce exponentially as their species is drastically declining due to disease. And again, this story was written in 2018, and so while that decline is underway. I don't know. It seems like there's more maples around, so maybe Mother Nature knows what she's doing. A side note, for the second time in a week, Ellie put on the brakes midway through our walk, purposely cut short. It gives me a heavy heart to see her aging. We're both getting older, my dear girl. I soothed her, offering her water. Gratefully, a kind passerby gave us a ride home. We spoke about the angel passerby I met again on the trails in a story titled Leaf Therapy Fills Emptiness, which is featured in episode 35, Leaf Therapy, Essential Oaks. Christine exemplifies that serving others can come when you see the need. You don't have to have any specific volunteer program. Just witness what's going on in the world around you and offer a hand. It's a beautiful thing. That afternoon, as I tackled the weeds with Ellie resting and watching over, I heard the cries of a fawn nearby. The speckled baby was only 30 feet away, spindly legs wobbly as she walked and cried under the wood line. Over and over, pitiful sounds with no mama in view. 
Fawns are left for four to six hours while their mamas forage. They lie perfectly still in the first five days after birth, and we must stay clear. They're born scent-free, which protects them from predators, so leaving a human scent puts them at risk. Concerned that the cries would also call predators, I moved to eat elsewhere. Really, I thought this little fawn was saying, are you my mama? You know, with Ellie lying nearby, maybe she thought Ellie was her mama. Antler Ridge is a revered wildlife sanctuary in Frelinghuysen, New Jersey. According to their website, every year, especially during the spring and early summer, the lives of many young animals are disrupted. Well-intended people attempt to save animals, and more often than not, the mother is nearby, witnessing her young being taken. I pause here because I can only imagine what a mother must feel like with somebody stealing their infant. Wow. Sorry about that. In bold face on the Antler Ridge website, they write, Don't give the animal food or water and do not feed it infant formula. It will kill the animal you are trying to help. Only when wildlife is found injured or a deceased mother is nearby is there a reason to assist by contacting your state's Division of Fish and Wildlife, who will refer you to a licensed wildlife rehabilitator. While fawns grow into one of the biggest garden dilemmas, I have a soft spot for the miracles of wildlife. They belong on this dear earth, sharing the gifts of nature. Garden dilemmas? AskMaryStone.com you know, as I was thinking about this story, I had um, remembered that uh, a wonderful woman, Kelly Simonetti, who was the founder of Antler Ridge, passed away in November of 2022. And uh, I didn't realize until digging into this story that they closed the sanctuary, unable to keep up with it, because Kelly had such a huge role in the day-to-day -day running of the organization, along with volunteers and other help. She founded the organization 20 years ago with her husband, Jim. And while the website no longer exists, the Facebook page does, and they write, You can continue to help wildlife in need of assistance by contacting your local animal control officer or a licensed wildlife rehabilitator. That's how we all should proceed if we see an animal that uh, is in distress. But don't assume a crying fawn or any baby infant animal left behind is one that needs intervention. Mother Nature knows what she's doing. And my heart is full seeing that the YouTube channel for Antler Ridge is still up and uh, Kelly is on the introductory video of her holding a fawn wrapped in a, in a beautiful blanket. She's such a, a light and a soul that lives on through all the work that she did. There's an addendum to the fawn story. Our family history of plant pilfering. It was Mother's Day and I emailed my siblings. Hello, family. I just left the folks' grave site after dividing perennials from my garden and planting them there. Hosta, coral bell, ladies' mantle, lamb's ear, aconing grass, and chasta daisy. Once they grow, there'll be lots from which others can pilfer. Love to all, Mary. And my sister Dot writes back, In true fashion, there's a family story about the grave site and pilfering. I was told this scene countless of times, and now I see it in perfect vision. Mom is a child, probably bored because she was dragged to the family grave again. She tight-roped between the grave sites because she was told that it was disrespectful to walk amongst people's graves. Yes, Emma, even when they're dead. A few plots over, Baba, which is what Emma called her grandmother Mary, 
is bending over the gravesite of a non-family member to pilfer plant cuttings for her garden. Bessie chimes in, Mother, stop stealing from the gravesite. Her mother retorts, Why, Bess? They would give me permission if they were alive. And so it goes. Thanks, Mary, for beautifying the family gravesite and providing flowers to pilfer. Love, sis. I recall asking my mom if I was named after her grandma, Mary, and she said, no, I wasn't. You're your own person, she used to always say. We are all individuals in the garden of life, but part of the whole. So thanks so much for coming by. I always enjoy our time together, and I hope you have as well. And if so, please share the podcast with a friend or two so more can join us in learning and growing in the garden of life. And if you haven't done so already, I would appreciate more five-star ratings if you feel so inclined, because for some magical reason, if we have more of them, more can find us, and that is a good thing. Look forward to next time on the screen porch. Have a great day. You can follow Garden Dilemmas on Facebook or online at GardenDilemmas.com and on Instagram at hashtag Mary Elaine Stone. Garden Dilemmas, Delights, and Discoveries is produced by Alex Bartling. Thanks for coming by. I look forward to chatting again from my screen porch. And always remember to embrace the unexpected in this garden of life. Have a great day.